Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Willie. I'm Nick. Today we're going to do things a little differently. Uh, we're going to be doing a 10 Most Anticipated Movies of 2013 episode. But before that, uh, I don't think we have a whole lot that we've been watching lately. So we're Nothing just going to... Yeah. We're just going to move right into this week's film news, which we've got a few big things to talk about. Um, I think we'll start small. <laughs> and then build up to the more important things. So yeah. I like to start. So, number one, commercial director Nick Matthew is in talks with Warner Brothers to make a Robotech film. I thought so, you said we were starting small. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Lol. Um, <laughs> so, did you guys actually watch Robotech or no? I have, I have watched Robotech. I, I not... I'm not an avid Robotech fan. But yeah. Yeah. I remember it being cool. What about you, Nick? No. Okay. I I was not... <laughs> no. I didn't, I'm not really an anime guy. I didn't follow it, like, religiously or anything, but I do remember turning on Cartoon Network back in the day and watching some Robotech. I mean, it looks sweet. It's yeah. amazing. I played, like, the game that came out on, like, PS2 back in the... Robotech. I remember that. I may have watched it. There was one show that involved giant, like, Gundam-like things that I used to watch, but never like followed it if it was on i would watch it but i have no recollection which one it was because there's yeah. a lot of shows like that oh well, okay so i suppose we should start off by saying robotech was basically um an anime that involved uh basically a space war between humans which had huge like gigantic spaceships that were basically space colonies that were floating through space and uh I think the Zentradi were the were the enemies. Yeah, and they were aliens that, you know, needed to be killed because they're aliens. But um, the big hook of the show was essentially a somewhat crappier version of Transformers where basically their big mechs could also turn into jets. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what about it was so fascinating to me, but for some reason I just love the fact that these big robots could just jump in the air and then turn into a jet and fly away. And it, it wasn't, sweet. it's not like it was novel, you know. Uh, by the time I had seen Robotech, I had already seen uh, Transformers cartoons. But. Um, now, is this the premise of the Robotech you know, which is three shows yes. spliced together? This is the Robotech, <laughs> we should say, this is the Robotech that you probably can't purchase anywhere because I'm sure, like, only the new, like, Japanese ones are out on, like, DVDs. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, the Robotech series that I knew was actually three Japanese animes cut into one, <laughs> which kind of makes a lot of sense because there are some weird segments. Like, the first series, I think. I don't think I ever saw any of the first series, and that was, like, the Macross series. Like, that was... It was... It's a completely different show, and I remember going <laughs> to buy, like, the DVDs at Media Play back in the day. Awesome. And, yes, Media Play. And they had, like, Ro- they called it, like, Play. Robotech Macross Saga, and when I looked at it, I was like, I don't know what any of this is. Why aren't there huge robots? <laughs> but... And I'm sure there were huge robots still, but... That's so confusing. Yeah. So, um, it could be cool. I wanted to talk about this because I think it's awesome. I think, I, you know, I'm all for like old school animated properties getting picked up and turned to movies. I mean, the first Transformers was really cool. I thought, yeah, I mean, I, Dragon Ball worked out. (laughs) Yeah. That still hurts a little bit. Never forget. (laughs) No, no. 
Um, but no, like, uh, the first Transformers was cool. I actually like the first G.I. Joe, and I know Nick does. Yeah. Um, I know, I understand why hardcore G.I. Joe fans aren't nuts about it, but I'm not a hardcore G.I. Joe fan, so. I don't. Um. It's exactly what a G.I. Joe movie should be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, like, Thundercats and. Yeah. Uh, isn't somebody doing Master of the Universe? Yeah, they were talking about it. I think so. Isn't, is it Justin Lin? I think he is currently attached to it. Okay. I remember somebody said Chris Hemsworth should be He-Man, and he was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. But no, I like like it when the stuff gets updates, and I think that a lot of the stuff we grew up with was coming from a very different time and could use an update anyway. Weren't there rumors of Voltron, too? Yeah, Yeah. that's been for years and years. I think before Transformers even got picked up a, you know yeah. Yeah, people are talking about Voltron they've been so. trying to do a Voltron movie forever we'll but. see Voltron's tricky and and there's some other cool old cartoons S- that might you know speaking of uh, Dan Trachtenberg last episode his co- co-host on the Totally Rad show did the Voltron like short that came out oh, okay. sometime last year and oh I remember that Voltron concept art too it was cool but mm-hmm. yeah the concept art was neat yeah that's yeah that's neat that was like a year and a half ago or something yeah so, it could be really cool. It could whatever. be sweet. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see like fully rendered huge robot that Did jumps and turns the, into uh, a jet. The commercials that guy's directed? No, I didn't. Oh my god! Are they sweet? They're awesome. Which are they? Any that I would have seen on like TV uh, or no? You, yeah, I mean either one. What <laughs> are they? One is a commercial for like uh, TVs for Zenith, I think. Okay. And the other one is for, it's like a car commercial. Okay. <laughs> car commercials are, I mean, good proving grounds, though, I think. Yeah. For, he, he, the car commercial, he lends he lends a spin on it that is very, he's clearly a VFX guy. Yeah. Like, he gets it. They're both, they're awesome. We should watch them, like, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> we should do a review of those. Good. We should, yeah, maybe <coughs> during the break, we'll, we'll, we'll watch them real quick, and we'll make Alex watch them. Then when we come back, he'll be going, <laughs> No, the Zenith one is really cool. Like, that, okay. that's the one, clearly, like, they even said in the comments, they were like, this is probably the one that may have gotten him the gig. And I was like, yeah, when you watch it, you're like, no, duh. All right, um, no so duh. we'll look forward to the probably 2016 release of Robotech. What is it now? 2013? 2013. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. It could, I mean, 2015, they could do it. Yeah, they could do it, but he's a smaller director, and who knows how long it'll take for everything to come together. So 2015 is pretty packed, summer-wise yeah. at this point already. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Um, so, a little bit bigger now. Uh, the current draft of the Justice League... Consists of Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and The Flash as the main team. No shock there. Yeah, yeah. no big shock. But uh, possible cameos, smaller parts with uh, Hawkman? No, it was uh, <clears throat> Aquaman and, and Manhunter. And I heard Hawkman, and they too. they said possibly Hawkman. I, yeah, I think, yeah, they said to something maybe about Hawkman. Maybe they said. Okay. So. <clears throat> and DC has shot its wad. <laughs> <laughs> Red. Where's Red? Where's Red Tornado, man? There's your There's your cast. Where's my boy Red Tornado? I mean, depending on who they put in the roles, I could be more excited about it. It's true. And depending on how good Man of Steel ends up being, that well, I mean, will we know that help. Henry Cavill's going to play Superman in Justice yes. League. Yes. And we God, we now so know strange. that there's a pretty good chance that Ryan Reynolds is going to be playing. 
the rumblings are that Ryan Reynolds will show up. Yes, for, for Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. So and we've got two of them. Rumblings right there. say that Joseph Gordon Levin might show up as Batman, but I don't want that to happen. Yeah, it'd be weird. That'd Do you think very... Snyder will end up directing Justice League then? I think he'll be offered it. I don't know if he'll accept. His Superman, based on what we've seen so far, seems so particular to its own universe. It's going to be interesting to see. That's that's the weird thing is that like but, Snyder's got such a visual stamp, like such yeah. a visual trademark that it seems like he would almost to pull. I mean, I know this is going to be quite a bold claim, but it seems almost like to pull his Superman out of his visual style would be akin to pulling Nolan's Batman out of his visual yeah. style. Like you've yeah. got directors that have very distinct trademarks but, in terms of the way their movies look, and if you're going to pull these. I don't know, man. That's kind of how I felt about the DC cartoons and the Justice League cartoon anyway. The like, characters are all just so different. I never watched them religiously, but when you'd watch the Justice League, I felt like, why is Batman here with Superman and all these other people? I mean, they make it work. They make it work, but it always felt to me like it was a little bit pasted together. I'd be really nervous to be a DC fan right now. I, I mean, I watched, <laughs> when I watched Justice League Doom, I was like, they did a good job balancing Well, Justice League, fit. yeah, I mean, like, the stuff that's more recent, yeah. yeah. Although but, the, like, the, the JLA cartoon, like... The 90s? Yeah, 90s JLA with, like, uh, watched it. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, like, in that yeah. era, it didn't... As a kid, it didn't jive with me. Like, I was not... weird. Yeah, it was... It's like the All-Star Games in the NHL. You're kind of like, this is sweet, these guys are on the same team, but it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> too yeah, much. exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... I, it I'm, is going to be hard to pull off on film, because people are going to be saying, like, <clears throat> what on earth could the threat possibly be that these guys can't be like, we got it? I mean, they got Superman. We're not used to seeing DC movies where, like, Darkseid and other people show up. Like, yeah. that scale of, like, but, uh, the big, heavy DC saying, hitters. They got Superman, they got Green Lantern, they could be like, you guys hang out, we got it. Like, I don't know. It's gonna no, be no, no, and I'm, I'm saying to you, like, we haven't seen anything that makes us feel like, yeah. you know, even Either. when they get together in the comics, sometimes it's like... What's the problem? What's the issue? And then what the issue is, is that it's an extremely convoluted plot that involves time bullets and crap that who even but knows. they did a pretty good... I, I think, I mean, in this, you know, I think Marvel did a pretty good job with Avengers in terms of... I mean, you had Thor and, and Hulk, and those guys are, like, tier, top-tier power-level guys in comic books. And they, I think they made it... They made it feel like it was possible for them to lose that last... You know what I mean? Like, there was a feeling of, like, okay, these guys could actually... I mean, obviously, you knew they Superman has but... kryptonite. If someone shows up with a sliver of that shit, he's like, ah! Yeah. Bench. <laughs> it's okay, Batman has prep time. Someone shows up with yellow, Green Lantern's like, ah! <laughs> Bench. If the sun is shining in the sky. That's no. where the thing is, that's, it always defaults to the story having to, to center around Batman, because he's the one who's like, I got it. No, no matter what it is, he... I'll... I'll be really sad if it comes to them throwing an army with numbers at at the Justice League because it's going to be. That's how the Avengers was. It's going to be. If what they're going to like gonna make their mark, they're that is the first trap that they're going to step in. Is it's that. either going to be an army of ho hum throwaway bad guys like Avengers, 
or it's going to be a super villain team. Yeah. Like a team of super of different super powered villains. That'll be I'm honestly down for the army of Ho Hum or like a combination of like three armies of Ho Hums. Well, the like... good thing about the army thing is that it's a, they can disp- it's a way for the characters to put on a display of their powers. Exactly. Like I I'm without I'm totally down for a shameless ripoff tracking shot of freaking <laughs> Batman just duking it out in the streets, shooting up into like space of like Green Lantern destroying a fleet of ships back down to another spot of space on the other side of the planet, Superman just, like, throwing someone through the moon, back down to Earth to the Flash screaming across Europe and just, like, beating up a whole army. Like, that would be... That I would think make my we brain could get that. A I tracking shot get... that spans the Earth. Dude, how amazing would I think would we could be, get something better than that in the Avengers 2 if Guardians of the Galaxy and everybody are there. I mean, that would be... That would make my brain melt. To see to see all those powers on display. If there's they're... anybody that loves their tracking shots that do shit like that, like seeing the one that was in the Avengers, I could see Joss Whedon being like, "Scale is now larger. Let's put it out I'm there." I'm saying with DC, like to see all those powers on display at that kind of That's awesome true. scale would be. Snyder's done ri- some cool ridiculous. stuff like that, though. Yeah, and he's so. the guy. Definitely can't knock his visuals. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. gonna be if he gets if I, he gets the game. I think he would the, make yeah, sense. Yeah. I think probably I. We'll see. It'll be it interesting. All, it's all contingent on Man yeah. of Steel. If Man of Steel ends up shit in the bed hard, then uh, that's 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 <laughs> what I'm worried about because you're we we have the Man of Steel, but now you're doing a Justice League movie that's going to have four completely new characters that we don't have anything to, like. I don't There's know. a lot of backstory behind, the, and they're not going to deal I mean, with it. I they mean, can't. Ba- Batman. It's it. That's pretend. That's say that it's going to be a completely separate new Batman from Nolan's, because it should be. And it probably will be, despite the Gordon Levitt rumors. You really don't need that much backstory for Batman in the Justice League movie, because who doesn't know his backstory by now? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If they want to make it a new Batman series later on, they can flesh it out if they want to, fine. But for the time being, it doesn't matter. Superman, you're going to have. Green, Green Lantern, Lantern, you're I technically going to have. have. So that leaves Wonder Woman and... Um, the Flash. The Flash. That's really and realistically, that's not that hard. But you're not gonna—they're not gonna tell two origin stories at once. No, but I mean, with with Wonder Woman's, all you have to do is say she's some sort of Amazonian princess. Okay. Maybe she's... they'll just put the David E. Kelly pilot on TV. <laughs> they'll play it before the movie starts. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, if if they had some really, really, really shrewd storytelling, I think it's possible to to beef these characters up enough. In a, in a little bit to make it gel, but it's just it's a real it's a daunting it's an uphill task. battle that they're facing for sure. Yeah. Even the co- way I to can't find even a imagine way to say what we just said, but different. I can't even imagine what the costumes are gonna look like. Seriously, I can't. We need the third uh, the third <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, the third metaphor for uphill, I battle, said uphill battle or daunting, you said task. daunting task. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm wondering about the costumes, though, because... <clears throat> Did you watch the trailer for that game? That What's Injustice? that, the uh, Injustice game? It's going to yeah. look like that. God I'll be like so. See, I don't, I don't, I'm not nuts about them, though. Looking. I'm not nuts about those no, costumes. No, I'm not at all. Though. I think it's dumb. I don't think they're going to look like that. But it's the weird thing about the DC costumes is they I don't could. change very often. No. And they are very... In terms of Superman and the Flash, I mean, Batman, and, and Superman, Green Lantern. We know what their costumes are going to look like. Right, sure. Gonna look but like, I the, hope the, the Green Flash? Lantern one gets a real life update. Gets the a, Flash, gets a, costume, uh, a tangible costume. I mean, he's got a very not st- brain powered. 
Superman <laughs> costume. It's got a very odd costume, so it, I'm wondering what that's going to look like. And then Wonder Woman's pretty out there, too. Wonder, the, the Joss Whedon concept art for the Wonder Woman costume would have worked for me. Yeah. Like, the basically, it looked like a gladiator Wonder Woman, basically, and okay. it, it, it worked. Okay. I thought it, it looked cool. It doesn't need to be hard. The no. flash doesn't need to be hard either. No. It but could it, it be. can be. It can. It, it could come off horrible. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's. There's. Yeah. It's just like Captain America. I mean. It's not gonna have the flash, the lightning bolts off the. I think it should. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> I don't think it will. I think it should. If they just took something similar to Batman's, the idea that Batman has with the armor, kind of like and almost like military grade, and just yeah. Yeah, we'll Just see. Pass it around. I don't know. It's Justice League is. We'll see. It's it stands on the edge of a knife, <laughs> and the potential for it is infinite. I mean, they can kind of go whatever way they want with it because they have no established universe really. It stands on the edge of the knife. It's an uphill. It's an uphill battle, and it's a daunting task. Oh no! I did it without realizing. <laughs> Teetering on the. Oh no! <laughs> rain slick precipice of failure. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> I think that's enough about Justice League yeah. for now. I, I, I'm optimistic. I, I'm optimistic I until awesome. Man of Steel, and then if Man of Steel goes bad, God damn. we may yeah, not even see not a Justice League. Ever. Yeah, we'll see. It, I, I hope it's we'll get we'll get to Man of Steel. I think at some point. Yeah, we in will. this podcast, we will. <laughs> it is in the future. Um. Okay. So, I think we'll spend less time on this one. So, J.J. Abrams has been selected to direct Star Wars Episode Seven, And we should say that it's not 100% totally confirmed, but we have had a spawn of Lucas basically confirm it. And there's, there's enough major it. news sources that are have, saying it's have happening. Have bitten on the story. If, if, if it is some sort of weird hoax or something, then A, wow, these guys screwed up, and <laughs> I B... I hope it is just for that reason. And, and B... <laughs> What the hell is Disney doing not correcting this? Yeah. Like, and the, the the fan response seems... It's largely positive, I think. Seems, I've, at least from what I've... And I, I haven't like gone online and researched it, but it seems pretty down the middle. There's about half the people are like, oh man, J.J. revitalized you know the Star Trek universe. He could do the same for Star Wars. And about half the people are like, why are they giving him this too? Like for God's sake, I've, there's yeah. other directors out there that it can make movies. Strange. I think I've seen more leaning towards positive, but I there is an opposition to it. There is definitely a bit of both. Yeah, and I that's for sure. For me, I I like J.J. Abrams. I don't think I've ever disliked any movies he's made. I actually disliked anything he's done. No, Mi Three was cool. Yeah. Uh, Super Eight was cool. Yeah. Star Trek was cool. Yeah. I don't remember what else, whatever else he's done. I think that's it. That's it yeah. for, features, for features, right? But anyway, um, he's obviously producing the bejesus out of everything. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. But he, uh, I'm just, I guess, I'm just a little disappointed. Not because I'm not, I don't have faith in him, because I'm sure he'll make a very interesting. He's always Star better Wars movie. suited to Star Wars than Star Trek. I would agree. I think yeah, he's and he's even so much as said, like when he, when the rumors are flying around originally about him being a possible director, he said um, basically, and I'm paraphrasing that. He was never that attached to Star Trek as a kid, so he could approach it from a very objective obje- standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Star Wars, he would be Too cry- much crying fan. sacrilege at everything, like "No, don't do that," you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think he, this is closer to his heart, which could be good or bad. I don't know. Um, 
and I, I, I'm just wondering if, if this is really kind of a lose-lose situation for him. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's true. Like, it, there's always going to be a huge group of fans that's going to be upset at this movie. Yeah. Because you've got, what are our options? We've got, it's a sequel to the, the previous episodes, to yeah. the original trilogy. And in time has passed, and, and, and the actors are coming back and playing much older versions of, this, of the Most characters. Most likely. Let's just say that that's the case. Yeah. Well, then you've got a bunch of geriatric heroes that you <laughs> used to love watching on screen yeah. that are now really sad to watch on screen, Indiana Jones. And then <laughs> the other option is it's a sequel that takes place afterwards, but they recast the roles. Well, we all know where that goes. Yeah. So let's not even get into that because that'll be fan out cry like crazy. The other option is it's set afterwards, but it's a completely different group of characters. Well, that makes me nervous, too, because how interesting are these new characters? Am yeah. I just going to be wanting to watch the people that I like? Are there you just know? lightsabers on screen, and that's the only... Yeah. Is it talking yeah. heads that happen to have lightsabers in their hands? Yeah. I don't know. So, it stands on the edge of a knife. <laughs> Again. I don't know. It's uh, quite the daunting test. <laughs> no, I. The one, the one strange thing that actually came out for me, I think more inter- more interesting, even than than JJ getting the the gig, is that they kind of confirmed that Matthew Vaughn was indeed in the running. Yeah. And on top of that, the same. We should say Matthew Vaughn, director of Kick-Ass Two, Layer Cake, and X-Men First, uh, Class. X-Men First Class. Formerly He's X-Men First Class. Kick-Ass Two, though. Or Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass One. Um, he, uh, what was interesting to me is that they had said that he was trying to sell the studio on Chloe Moretz being the lead in in the new Star Wars. So I don't know if that means that he wanted a character that existed already in the outlines to, so, I mean, is is it going to be a female lead? So that's curious to me. I'm wondering if that has, if that can give us any clue as to where they're headed with things. Maybe, if she's if you know if they're going for a younger female lead, um, I would assume then that maybe it's a, a kid of one of the originals. But I don't know. I, that was interesting to me. Yeah. Nick <coughs> is probably the biggest Star Wars fan present. You look dead inside right now. <laughs> the look on Nick's face is actually like, like he's just barely hanging on. No, I mean I I'm strangely ambivalent to all Star Wars news right now because I think the internet has beaten me down so hard yeah. with running articles top 10 things that should happen in Star Wars top 10 things that shouldn't happen in Star Wars top 10 people who should direct Star Wars top 10 people who shouldn't direct Star Wars yada 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 everything under the sun and I'm just like oh god I just don't give a crap anymore that's why I just don't even look at it until there's I'm, actually I'm like ready. this person is doing this in Star Wars even the Drew Struzan article proved to be false Did yeah it? exactly yeah, yeah. I thought he was quoted, though. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they just made that up, Exactly. Huh? It's the internet. Nothing's real anymore. Jeez. I'm just ready to... You think they would do that? I'm Somebody would to, lie on the internet? Lie on the internet? <laughs> Surprises me, though. I'm ready to just wait for the movie to come out and just not even follow it anymore, because I'm I'm honestly down for... I At this point, I think I'd almost prefer whole new storyline, all new characters, just in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it would be... Awesome to see Mark Hamill with a rock and beard, just being like older, like Obi Wan style Luke. I'm really not sure I want to see Harrison Ford or, or Carrie Fisher. 
I'm a hundred percent sure I don't want to see Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I was waiting she for looks that. Like a troll, <laughs> slave, slave Leia costume. <laughs> She's now Gamorrean um, guard. The one thing that that with the new cast thing, like like making it a new group of people or whatever, is I'm wondering how that's going to work because they've they've also said that they want to do some spinoff yeah. movies that are not directly tied to the let's call it the Skywalker story. Well, they had that rumor that Zack Snyder was going to make a samurai. Like a seven samurai style Star Wars movie, yeah. I was like so down. Like I read that, I was like beautiful. Like yeah. send me, I'm there. Sign me up. Yeah, um, I'm kind of much. And more... then it was like Zack Snyder didn't propose the samurai movie. For... See, exactly. that's that's the problem. Yeah, it's, that's it's... why I I I frankly still don't believe that J.J. Abrams is directing it. <laughs> yeah, it's such a strange. And the article was like breaking. J.J. Abrams is directing, says this website, and no one actually affiliated with the movie. <laughs> I was like, "What? What? So why are we? I don't know." Um, it, and then they, somebody was like, "Oh, but everybody's reporting." I'm like, "Yeah, because they all want hits on their website. Everyone <laughs> wants, and when they all issue a giant oops <laughs> update, <laughs> I will, I will, I will actually probably laugh out loud if I see that this is all. I absolutely will. just not because not because I'll be like, <laughs> I bet happy, you before but... Tuesday it'll be deconfirmed and I have to edit all this out of the podcast. No way, it's gotta stay. <laughs> no, in. stay, keep it in here. As this of right is our now, disclaimer, like we, yes. we, yeah. we we're saying, yeah. we don't all right. know. All right. No, as of right now, we all think that this is what's happening. I mean, it, it be if known. it's if it's so, it it confirms one thing for me that I was already sus- suspecting, and it's that JJ will not be returning to Star Trek after this one. Mm. I think this is his... I think this will be his last one, unless he does another one in like four years, but I'm sure Paramount will want to move yeah, forward Yeah, they'll move ahead without him. He'll be so busy with Star Wars. And I'd be okay with It'll seeing... It'll be a Brian Singer situation. <laughs> I'll be okay with with seeing a Star Trek with this cast with a new director. Absolutely, like a, yeah. new, a new take, a new yeah. feel. Zachary Quinto said, though, that he was like... Let's see Kenneth Branagh's Star Trek. That'd be cool. He actually basically said like See, he's like I'm, anything. Yeah. I'm done with Spock after this movie. That's more or less what I he think said. Spock dies. I'm just throwing it out. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that'd yeah, be, I mean, that'd first... be, you talk about fan outcry. Spock dying means you lose every single original Star Trek fan that ever goes to see I, this movie. Does, yeah, it's happened J- before. JJ doesn't really care though. I'm sure it has happened before, <laughs> so. but. Um, you can't remake that trilogy first, of movies. I'll first, tell you that uh, much. The first Star Trek movie, though, the first Abrams one, is very, very Star Wars in in its feel. It's. Very... I got really worried when I saw the cover today that Star Trek's going to be on, and it's just Kirk and Spock with phasers in their hands and them looking military-like. I was like, that, that's not Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, yeah. So we will see. I'm. This is the first time I've been legitimately worried for Star Trek. I, mean, I was very excited when Benedict Cumberbatch got cast. I was like, I'm sure I'm, it's gonna be a. I'm sure it's gonna be a great. It'll be movie. a great movie. It may if not a be a Star great Trek, Star Trek yeah, movie. Brace yourself for impact. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh, not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo, as as, sir. As, far as, as far as Star Wars goes, though, if they're really disregarding all established, written canon. That's kind of exciting, um, and and if that's the f- the truth, then I really just want if if they're gonna bring back any of the old folks, I'd rather not see Carrie Fisher just because she really doesn't look the part anymore. And no, uh, you don't think so? I'd, <laughs> just I'd, do a Jeff I'd be down with like her. an old. I don't think it'll work. <laughs> I'd still be down with like an old, bitter, Han and like an old gray, all gray Chewie. That'd be awesome. 
and like bearded Luke. Be pretty cool if they were like. Pissed it could them. be cool. And I that's don't... what scares me though. Is like I said, it's always weird seeing your it's childhood Abrams, heroes. Abrams, like if it is him, he he definitely lends. His movies are very Spielbergian in in many ways, but he lends a real hard edge to like all of his movies. Like where where the stu- the heavy stuff that happens is real. Like death is real and serious, and like mm-hmm. bad things that happen to people are real. And uh, I think it be- could be cool to see like a Star Wars movie where essentially the original characters are maybe kind of broken. And uh, need to come back together. I don't see Disney buying the Star Trek franchise and then coming out with a movie that has all new characters. Star Star Wars franchise and coming out with a movie that has all new characters. I was like, did they buy that too, Chris? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's next. But yeah, no, and I I'm inclined to agree. It's just a matter of, and I don't see anybody in the world signing off on recasting those roles. No, that is about. That's the death. That is you it's are a death knell for sure. Yeah. You are begging for the entirety of the internet to hate you. If you do <laughs> You're that. begging to get fired at that point. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. But Zac we'll Efron see. is Luke. Oh boy. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Han. I've heard both those <laughs> things actually, so Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk about Star Wars anymore. Alright. On to <laughs> the juggernaut Fox for is not good. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> the juggernaut for for us here. <laughs> we're listening this is bigger. That was the juggernaut, yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to talk about this very much. Star Wars. Right. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I think, I think you're more excited about this next one, and it'll be more interesting to talk about. This is our list, and we'll do what we want with it. It's true. So, um... <laughs> Kevin Feige of Marvel fame... Is that operatic Bane, by the way? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Kevin Feige came out and said, Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 3, which will begin after the Avengers 2 comes out. Starting with Ant-Man. We'll start with Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. And we'll have Doctor Strange. (laughs) I'm sorry, I kicked your hoodie off the chair. Um, So, let's... I we I don't know how much we've talked about Doctor Strange, not enough before. So let's get a pr- a brief synopsis of of what who who Doctor Strange is. He's Doctor Stephen Strange. He he was a neurosurgeon, correct? Yes, Doctor Strange was a was a renowned neurosurgeon who was at the top of his game. Uh, basically, think Doctor House in terms of his skill and his his uh, respect from peers and his brilliance yes but he was a total twat um <laughs> dr strange is super arrogant like in a way that would probably make tony stark go whoa he's a killer <laughs> uh really just like full of himself has lots of money etc um basically is just a giant dick to everybody and then he gets this is where it varies based on which continuity you're reading yeah let's let's keep in mind there's about a billion continuities for every marvel character ever there's a few for him but he gets in some sort of accident it's usually a car accident uh that ends up damaging his hands he like breaks sometimes he breaks everything sometimes it's just neurological damage but his hands are basically broken uh and he's not going to be able to operate anymore and so basically everything he knows is is done and while he probably has enough of a fortune where he could just sit back and be like, whatever, he's like so upset that he's lost to the one thing he's awesome at in the world. He proceeds to go around the world and try to find a cure for his hands, and he exhausts his entire fortune on this. And he ends up penniless, and uh, a monk finds him and is like, hey, you should come talk to this homeboy up in the Himalayas. He can maybe help you. And so Strange basically has his Batman Begins moment where he climbs up to this <clears throat> monastery, he gets up there, 
meets this uh, this powerful monk called the Ancient One, and then blah blah blah. He ends up <laughs> becoming the new uh, Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> he's, a, he's a master <laughs> of blah blah blah. He's, there's a lot. There's a lot of exposition there. He's he, a master yeah. Of, yeah. of the mystic arts. Yeah, he does. Basically, he, he does starts, magic. His experience there with the Ancient One humbles him and reduces him back to a good human being, and he ends up rediscovering the good person inside of him, and uh, he ends up becoming the heir apparent to uh, to the Ancient One, who is the current Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. And uh, Strange becomes basically... It's very, it is very Batman Begins-ian in the way he spends his time there, and he trains, and he, he's there for like a long time. Probably, I mean, it, it's probably like a couple years. And uh, meanwhile, while he's there, he makes enemies with the guy who wants to be the new Sorcerer Supreme, Baron Mordo, who is... He kind of becomes... He's a bad person. One heart. of his main antagonist. Yeah, one of his main antagonists for sure. Yeah. He's always kind of envious of Strange because Strange was a, a guy who who needed to be taken back to square one to be to realize his full potential. There's okay. always that the, I think, every, every Marvel I think character, we went a little far down yeah. the rabbit hole, but every Marvel character has the the polar opposite. Yes. You ever notice that? Yeah, yeah, they have their foil that that perfect, yep. yeah. yeah. But in a nutshell, Doctor Strange is basically this incredibly powerful sorcerer, sorcerer yeah. who is lives in New York in a sweet incredibly house. overpowered basically. But he, his part of his character and part of his discipline for learning all his magic is that he practices it with restraint, kind of like the way Bruce Lee would practice martial arts with restraint. He's like, it's not to be used. It's as, not about not power. To be it's yeah, about, exactly. Yeah. All right. So exactly. let me let me just read a few quotes here. Uh, this Feige. Is from Feige. Yeah. This is thanks to slashfilm.com. Um, Feige spoke with MTV News about the future of Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he said, Ant-Man is definitely part of Phase 3. Like Iron Man 3, it's certainly set in the Marvel Universe, but it's also through the lens of Edgar Wright, uh, which is the only reason we're making the movie. That comment really bugs me for some reason. <laughs> when I read that earlier, I was like, the only reason we're making this movie is because of Edgar Wright? What? I think that's just Feige putting confidence into Edgar Wright. Yeah, I think he's just he's just more or less saying that, that if... if, if you can't find somebody with a very unique vision. What's the point in making the movie? Yeah, I think. Um, Spartacus, Spartacus has bought the internet. Yeah, this Spartacus is Spartacus has purchased IMDb. And this is IMDb. Spartacus, Spartacus ads are everywhere on the internet right now. Um, quote goes on to say it's very much Ant-Man, an Ant-Man origin movie from the perspective of Edgar Wright and co-writer Joe Cornish, who directed Attack the Block. Uh, it will of course be firmly planted in the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but in a different corner than we've seen before. So then, Slashfilm goes on to say, while Phase 1 culminated in the formation of the Avengers, Phase 2 will lead up to the Avengers sequel, and Phase 3 seems prepared to go in some new directions. Feige said, so much of the stories we're telling right now is about the core of, of the, the core Avengers characters now we've now met. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and they'll be evolving in big, surprising ways, in Cap's next movie, and Thor's next movie, and of course in Iron Man 3, as we get them all into the next Avengers film. Beyond that, Ant-Man is the only one officially announced, but you probably don't have to look too far to guess at the next list of characters we're toying with and beginning to develop. And that, Feige confirmed, includes Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, which I've been talking about for years, is definitely one of them. He's a great original character, and he checks the box off this criteria that I have. He's totally different from anything else we have, just like Guardians of the Galaxy. He's totally different from anything we've done before, as is Ant-Man, which keeps us excited. So... Basically, we can say Cinematic Universe Phase 3 is going to start probably with Ant-Man in the Iron Man weekend of May. Yes. First weekend of May. Well, no, isn't Ant-Man... Ant-Man is, uh, is 2015. 
It's after Avengers. Ant-Man's projected two. 2015, but there's no definite date. Oh, okay. There's no... I I thought they had set a date on that already. I don't see it coming out after the Avengers in 2015. Okay. Well, I... I okay. You think it's going to come out prior? Maybe. No, no, no. I Maybe it will be out. If Avengers is going to be out in May, which <laughs> it is, then maybe it'll be out in November, but I, I doubt it. It's possible. I kind of doubt it's possible, but I doubt it. Um, I think they that shot, uh, showed test footage. I think they're going to make moves on it sooner rather than later. As soon as the World's End is out, yeah, but that's not going to be out until later this November, year. November or October, November October time frame, and then on top of that, they're going to do press in other places. So, I guess the ball's going to start rolling in 2014. That's when we'll get casting news. It'll probably film... I guess it could film in the latter half of 2014, do special effects effects in the first half I of 2015. I still think it could start out. filming in early 2014. There's no reason why they couldn't start work on it while he's doing press for for The World's End. Like, they could start pre-pro for sure. Well, well anyway. So... Unimportant. The Phase the... 3 thing, I think this is a pretty clear... Pretty, pretty clear look at where they're going with it in the sense of they're trying to introduce a lot more new, lesser-known characters. Is this an indication that Avengers 2 is going to be everybody saying screw this for a while and Cap and Thor and Iron Man walk away? I wouldn't be shocked, and I, I mean, I think that that's just being smart on their part, because Iron Man 3, is, Iron Man is the the character, and Robert Downey Jr. is the actor that I've carried most of what is going on, let's yeah. be honest. Um, he's the biggest box office draw, and he's done soon. I mean, he, realistically, his contract is up. He's done after Iron Man three contractually. They'll probably be able to talk him into doing Avengers two. After that, they're either gonna have to pay a ton of money, or I think he loves the character enough to come back, but I think he will want to take a break. Yes, there might not and, be and any quite Iron frankly, after three, yeah, quite frankly, Robert Downey Jr. is getting up there. It's true. He can only do it for so long. It's true. So I think what they're going to want to start doing with, this is a ways off, you know, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, these characters that they've been, that have been building this Marvel Cinematic Universe, eventually they're going to have to step aside for a while, let some new guys come in. Yeah. And then when it's time to bring them back, by then they can, the, the old actors will be a little, be a little bit out of the mindset of, some of the audience and stuff, and if they recast, if they decide they want to recast, it won't be as jarring. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, Liam's Hem- <laughs> Liam Hemsworth for Thor. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> um, oh, Chris Hemsworth has to play Thor. For Chris, Chris could probably play Thor for another 20 years. Yeah, and, and okay I can see him. That. I, I mean, I, I can see he's him like doing 20 a, years younger than Downey. a few more, a few more. Like 30. Before he's he's done too. Yeah. But these guys don't want to play the same characters their entire. No, career. and that's totally. Hugh acceptable. Jackman is really the exception to the rule. <laughs> Well, Hugh Jackman <laughs> clearly gets other things done in the meantime, well, especially sure. since X-Men production has slowed down. I mean, that's so not much. all he's doing, but still, I mean, the guys come back a lot. <laughs> like, he's and, been and playing I give that him character credit. for ten years. I, I, I got to give him credit. It's pretty cool that he's still that into it. But yeah. anyway, I think he's that this so is into it. this is showing us that they're heading in the direction of getting New, some of these lesser-known yeah. guys out there. And so, it's smart to do it in Phase 3 because they'll still have some of the Phase 1 actors, or Phase 1 and 2 actors and characters around. Galaxy's gonna... We're gonna get a Guardians of the Galaxy sequel in Phase 3. I would hope. I, if it does well. Yeah. That's true. If it does that's well. That's true. And that's that's one that I think we should all be a little nervous about because <laughs> it's a weird sell. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
they're really Especially got to with Adam Sandler on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so Thanos. <laughs> um, yeah, we were doing that last night because we were saying that he's probably doing mocap for Thanos. <laughs> I'm the th- 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 Thanos. I'm Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're referring to the fact that a story was run that uh, Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler are being looked at for Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't believe anything casting, that the story. We don't need to talk about that. Because um, if any of it's true, it's juggernauts weird. Are. <laughs> so seriously, are they gonna dig up Chris Farley now? <laughs> so Phase Three. <laughs> phase Three. We've clearly got. Ant-Man, and we have um, we have Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange, so we're probably going to get Black Panther. I wouldn't. That was one of the ones that they've been talking about, uh, and uh, be cool. Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Luke Cage, yeah. yeah. It'll Moon be Knight. it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight. That's eh, never going to happen. So. <laughs> Nova. He'll be in Guardians, maybe. If Nova. He'll be in Guardians. Too, if for sure. yeah. Nova pops up in Guardians of the Galaxy, and we are still doing this podcast, you will hear a sound erupt from me during our review <laughs> that you've never heard before from any human will being. Will it be you calling out our number one biggest fan, Tim Long, and saying that there will never be? Well, he never. He said there'd never be a Nova movie. He didn't say that Nova won't be in any movies. I'll still talk crap to him. I'll still give him crap. But a Nova movie would be a better version of Green Lantern. I'd be down it for it. Uh, it wouldn't be that hard. Anyway, so yeah, no, it's cool. I'm glad. I there's a there's a lot of cool um, B list, C list Marvel characters, and they've realized that in the comics, they've been following the comic patterns with what they've been doing in the movies as well. And if that if that's the case continuing forward, then I think we're going to see a lot of those B and C list guys get the get the big screen treatment. Because it's smart. Why would you... Just you know, to diversify. Well, yeah. You have, you have existing characters in a, in, a, yeah. in a pool of characters that you can draw from. And there's a lot of them that may not seem... I mean, just listening... And this is not anything to do with your description. But when you listen to the description of Doctor Strange, it sounds pretty weird. It's like, but what? But it, it's been done right. And it can be done right. And that's the thing is, a lot of those guys were overlooked for years. Because why is there a, a kind of a... a a tough black guy from Harlem teaming up with some sort of billionaire kung fu man. Like, it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but it, it works. And people probably would have said the same, like, general public would say it about Thor. Or or Captain America. After singing Tenderness, but they yeah. would be like... About the... <laughs> <laughs> I tend to try to throw that in whenever I say general public. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this just got weird. Um... For all those of you don't, that don't know, Tenderness is Alex Morell's favorite song. <laughs> because I thought it was your favorite song, but anyway. I love that song. Um, it's on my iPhone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so any any final thoughts on Doctor Strange and Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, so Phase many, three. but we gotta go. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. That's what Nick wants. I'm okay soul with it, too. Soul choice. I like him. Soul, that, cho- soul choice is in From Your Soul. <laughs> yes. It's the soul choice, yes. Well, that poster... That that you sent that vintage me. poster I sent oh you. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's made in like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's flawless. <laughs> it is. It's maybe we'll have to post that with the. Yeah. Because it's this. This needs to be seen by the it's few people so, that actually listen to our so podcast. It fits so well. It's so perfect. It's very cool. It's but very yeah, no, cool. Doctor Strange. Did you awesome. post my Dino Riders picture? I think so. Cool. I think I did. <laughs> maybe I didn't, but I'll go back and Tim, edit did it. Did he post it? I forget if I did. I meant to. 
I don't think I did, but I really meant to. That needs to be a movie. It's not, I put in the Pierce Brosnan uh, cover. Oh, oh man. And his... Fr- <laughs> the Robinson <laughs> Crusoe picture? Yeah. No, 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 no. The, um, the cover... Livewire 2. Or no. no. Oh, Detonator 2. Detonator yes, 2. Detonator 2. And then I also put as an extra bonus the YouTube video of... Uh, Taffin? Is it the... The clip. Maybe you shouldn't be living here. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> anyway, okay. Rosin is strange. Well, uh, yeah. If if on, uh, he's a little old now, I'll be yeah, honest. But is. if if it was like Goldeneye. Oh yeah. Goldeneye yeah. Brosnan. Yeah. yeah, we'd be good to go. We'd be good. Now Cumberbatch is the modern day Pierce Brosnan, so <laughs> perhaps. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we will head into our ten most anticipated movies of 2013. So stick there, stick there, stick, stick there, with us. stick there, <laughs> stick there. You got it. Yep. <laughs> Alright, thank you for sticking there, and it is time for our most anticipated movies of 2013. So, uh, we'll do a similar kind of thing to our top 10 of 2012, where we'll say a movie, and then, since we're doing it in like chronological order, kind of, we can all just talk about it at once, and then move on to Nick can say one that's on his list, and then, you know, we'll just rotate like that, so. So on and so forth. Yes. So, Willie... Number uno in the sense that it is first. In <laughs> it's the, the first year. one out on my list. Yes. Yeah. Um, GI Joe, retaliation. Um, Could have been on somebody's 2012 list. Yeah, I don't know if it was on my 2012 list. Weirdly enough, I yeah. don't think it was. But I think anticipation has made this all the more sweet. You know. Yeah. You bought a few of the toys that were out last summer. Yeah, uh, when they were on the bargain <laughs> bins. Because no. Um, You're gonna re-release those. The more I see of of GI Joe, the more it looks pretty awesome. And yeah. I'm hearing a lot about it, like um, five minute sword fight between Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Straight up five minute. Uh, no su- no no music. It, during the sword fight, just them. Wow. In a room fighting. That sounds right. cool. Yeah. I like the artistic choices they're making. Who's and directing? I never thought I would say that. It's um. John Chu. Chu? Yeah. Yep. yep. John M. Chu. I and believe. actually, I think it might be John Chu that's doing. I don't think it's Justin Lin. I think it's John Chu that's doing uh, Master of the Universe. I don't know. We're just being racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't sound good. <laughs> that's all right. Whatever. Anyway. Um. But no, I'm excited. I think that uh, it's. I, I'm I'm weirdly bummed about. The possible lack of Channing Tatum in this one. Yeah, which you didn't know you cared for after exactly. the first one. Exactly, and I swear, I think that's what the studio <laughs> was thinking. Like, everybody is annoyed with Channing Tatum, so we're going to cut him out of this movie. And then, and then 21, 21 Jump, Jump Street, Street came out, and <laughs> Magic Mike came out, and like everybody loves him, so now they're, the they're thinking, like, uh-oh. Yeah. Um, no, it should be cool. I, 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 You know, The Rock, I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson, is, uh, <laughs> is always a lot of fun. Um... Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis, but whatever, it's cool. Yeah. He'll shoot a machine gun and be bald and say one-liners, so that's all I care about. Um, and then I like that they brought back, you know, Ray Park and uh, yeah. uh, Lee Byung-hun, and uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they brought those guys back. They yeah. Seem, they seem cool. No Joseph Gordon-Levitt or no. Wayne's brother that mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the Marlin. The okay. Marlin, yes. The marlin. <laughs> the marlin. Um, They're all no, different breeds of fish. I'm excited. Yes, the bass. <laughs> um, no, the. Uh, I, I, I'm excited for 
Bass Wayans. Yeah, you don't know Bass Wayans? What about Salmon Wayans? Uh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Back on What, you, you don't know those guys? <laughs> Come on now. Um, Cod Wayans. What if they had one? Yeah. <laughs> Tilapia Wayans. It's the younger sister. That actually, so yeah, that sounds like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Back on track. Yes. Uh, no, I'm excited for G.I. Joe. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I hope that it it doesn't take itself too seriously, because I think the reason why the first one was so much fun is because it did not at all take itself seriously. Yeah. And as Nick has said many, many times before, it was like a big-budget version of a kid playing with his toys. Like, And that's what it should be. Yeah. So, G.I. Joe, I'm excited for March, right. March 29th. March 29th, yes. Yep. Yep. After, you know, it was supposed to be June something. We should last year. We should hit almost. To quote another friend, we should have it on DVD right now. Yeah. (laughs) So. To to quote our number one fan once again, Tim Long. Yes. All right. Um. So Nick. What's What's first up? G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yeah. It's stuck around on the list. Yeah. Well, I was flipping back and forth between G.I. Joe and the World's End, and I. Statistically speaking, what is more anticipated to me right now is G.I. Joe. Okay. Um, just because... And that kind of happens with anticipated lists. Like, things... You'll get more anticipated for other things sure. later Yeah, like year, I said, this list will, will be completely different halfway through the year. Partially yeah. because half of it would have already come out. But also just because expectations are going to shift around. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, things will probably come come to to pass or like movies might start coming out that were like Sundance movies that might get a release that we didn't know were going to come out like yeah. the the ACOD one with uh um what's his name from uh Party Down Adam Scott oh. I read about that one on Slash Film and it sounds really good and they and they were like uh it's like the best movie I've seen at Sundance yet stuff like that just yeah. pops up yeah but anyway um yeah G.I. Joe really really psyched for the inclusion of Firefly who is my favorite Cobra and uh Ray Stevenson. Ray right? Stevenson, mm-hmm. yeah. I like Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that I mean they're kinda of pulling a, a judge dread with him where like his mask is off all the time and he's like, Hey, I'm Ray Stevenson. As Firefly, I'm kinda of like mm. <laughs> Firefly's mask never comes off. But whatever. Yeah. Um No, it should be cool. Um yeah, pretty much everything Willie said. Excited Hopefully, to uh, buy the new round of toys that were on <laughs> warehouse shelves for months. So so hilarious so that they weird. even still released them. Yeah. Don't worry, they've got ones for the reshoots. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to re-release them with like a new campaign, or if they're just going to be like, the toys already came out, kids. Yeah, I, I would think they I will think repackage I think them. they are starting to come out. Yeah. I don't think they're even going to get repackaged. I Probably think they not. are starting to show up on shelves again soon. Yeah. So. All right. Um, my most... <laughs> You, and we can pick our absolute most anticipated movie. Sure. That just so happens to be the first one up this year on my list, which is Oblivion. Oblivion. From Tron Legacy director Joe Kaczynski. His um, kind of a passion project for him because it's something that he's been working on for at least like seven, eight years now. I think he wrote the script back in the day. And um, This is his inception. Yeah. And so... Uh, starring Tom Cruise, which I'm not totally nuts about, but I love Tron so much that I just kind of don't care who's in the movie. I just want to see it anyway. Tom's I li- a sweet I like, actor. I think I like Tom in 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 roles like this, though. I like him in. I I, like, I loved him in Minority Report. I'm sure he'll be good. So I, I just 
I for some reason I don't have an affinity for Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, it's got nothing I. to do with like his Scientology crap, which is dumb anyway. But right, it's just <laughs> which I don't for know. the record is stupid. Man. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be the Oblivion's gonna be scored by a band called M83, yes. which uh, is pretty amazing. They're pretty cool, and the fact that Joe Kaczynski did such awesome work with Daft Punk before. Um, and he has the same musical organizer who's going to, like, help Daft Punk shape this. Uh, I think his name's, like, Joseph Trapanese or something like that. Okay. But uh gives me a lot of faith in, like, what we're going to hear. I think he said something like 80% of the movie's got a score behind it. So cool. I'm totally down. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it. I don't want to know much about it. I haven't watched the trailer. I've barely read a synopsis. I still have not watched the trailer. Good. It's the so one I've held strong on. I, I just want to go in totally clean. But uh, if, if you want to check it out, go look for the Oblivion trailer. It comes out April 12th. It might be out a little bit earlier for IMAX, or maybe that's the weekend that it'll be out for IMAX, and then it comes out again for normal. So I am excited. Uh, Willie. All right. Um, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah. I. <clears throat> I could have cared less about the fact that they were remaking an Evil Dead movie. Yeah. I I felt the same way about the Evil Dead remake as I did about the Night at the Night of Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which yeah. is I don't give a shit about this movie. <laughs> Nightmare at the end of the Elm Street. At the end of the Elm Street, whatever the <laughs> it's called. But <clears throat> that being said, <laughs> I, I saw the. The trailer, the red band trailer, and it's like, oh my god. Insane. Oh my god. It does look awesome. Like, could this get more disgusting? Yeah. But in the best way possible. I'm I'm hoping it's not torture porn. Oh no, this is not. This does not seem torture porn. This this is is this is like terrifying. Just, just vomit gore. and and blood and <laughs> and uh, self mutilation and just like like the most disgusting stuff. It, it's not like a hostile type thing. Okay. Hostile takes itself very seriously, and I think that this is still going to have a little bit of that tongue in cheek factor, yeah. that whimsy. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I I'm really excited for it. I I the confidence that um, that Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell seem to have in uh, Fetty. Fetty, yep. Is, Fetty Alvarez. Yeah, the director. He, um, that's, and it, it doesn't seem like it's the typical, we're telling you this because we want to make money. It seems, they legitimately seem very excited about yeah. it. And <clears throat> now that there's rumors going on around how it's not actually a remake, mm. about how it's actually a sequel, I am mm. very interested by this. All right. Because I'm, you're gonna get a few things, not nothing spoiled, but you're you're gonna hear some things you probably don't want to hear because we're talking about anticipated movies. Okay. There's a certain car that's covered in leaves and brush and dirt and grime in the trailer, and it's camped, it's parked next to the cabin. So Whoa. I am, dude. You should have said that. You just blew my mind. Very, <laughs> very interested uh, to see. Interesting. We'll see. It looks insane. All right. Yep. And I actually, I, I was talking with my dad on the phone about it today. Yeah. Because my dad's a big Evil Dead fan. He's like, they're remaking that? You know, because my dad doesn't keep track of all this stuff. And, yep. And he's like, I'm like, seriously, Dad, the trailer's insane. Like, you don't understand. And he's like, I'm going to watch it. So he, like, he starts watching it while I'm on the phone with him. And <laughs> I, I, just hear, I just hear him go, oh, It was so much fun just listening to him. That's I'm, I'm going to do that more often with my dad. Watch trailers with him. Yeah. yeah. Just listen to his reactions. So. 
All right. Very cool. That's out the same weekend as Oblivion is. Yeah, which is April 12th. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Uh, by the way, real quick this year, there's a lot of a few double ups. A lot of double double booked movies like yeah. Fast Six and Hangover Three, <laughs> the same day. But the two week- movies that I don't care to well, see. I know, but most people do. <laughs> no. But the weekend after that, there's nothing. Yeah. It's weird. I don't. Care. It'll probably get pushed. Probably. But anyway, Nick, next up. Uh, next up for me is Place Beyond the Pines. Is that uh, Ryan Gosling yeah. and uh, Ryan Gosling and Bradley Cooper? Yeah, Bradley Cooper actor. Who's directing? <laughs> um, some guy. Some guy. Derek, it's somebody. Derek Clan, Clan France. France. Yeah, something like that. Oh, he did Blue Valentine. Yeah. Yes. Which I didn't care for. <laughs> um. Yeah, something about this movie. I just read about it like a like a year ago when they first started talking about it, and the name like really caught my attention. I was it's like, a cool title. That's a cool title. Yeah. And uh, then I read more about the synopsis, which is basically uh, the IMDb synopsis is a motorcycle stunt rider turns to robbing banks as a way to provide for his lover and their newborn child, a decision that puts him on a collision course with an ambitious rookie cop navigating a department ruled by a corrupt detective. So it sounds like we're going to have a really cool, like, you know, outlaw versus cop, both dealing with their own problems, almost like a heat type <clears throat> thing, which yeah. that duality uh, is something I am always drawn to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm... I think it sounds really cool. I watched, uh, I think, a little trailer for it or a little teaser or something, some E inside look brief thing like a couple months ago, and it looked good. In between episodes of the Kardashians, yes. of course. Ah, busted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it sounds uh, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. I remember being interested in it when I saw that first picture of, of Ryan Gosling with the red motorcycle the jacket bike. on. Yeah, it's basically Akira, but... <laughs> yeah, I know, like you just stepped out of Akira. And, yeah. Anyway, so I hope it it's... It should uh, be cool. I hope it's good. Yeah. It looks like one of those dramas that's going to probably come out and not make any huge waves, like box office business-wise, but might end up being a really good movie. Yeah. So I've really been looking forward to it for a while, and that's... Uh, I think it's March, mid-March. Okay. okay. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, limited. 29th of March. Okay, so. cool. You gonna see that or you gonna see G.I. Joe? <laughs> All right. Is that the same weekend? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. But same time. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's limited, it won't be out here yeah. right away. It'll be most likely. April at the main. Yeah. Um, Alright, so my next up, moving rapidly into the summer season, starting off with Iron Man 3. Uh, Iron Man... If we are the team of the Avengers, as we often uh, wish we were, I am... Seriously, I wake up every morning, like, why am I not an Avenger? <laughs> my my claim wronged me? My claim would, would definitely be Tony Stark and saw Iron Man 3. And all the all the things that you guys have, like, barely whispered over my head about the trailer and the first frame of it that I caught when I was waiting for Silver Linings Playbook to start, I was... I was like, oh. Nick's, Nick's reaction to the the car comment about Evil Dead is basically the reaction to everything I've said about Iron Man three. <laughs> to Alex, the brief yeah. things I've said. So I don't even know. Oh my god. I know I don't. I know, I, and I don't want to know. I it'll be so awesome for me to walk into this comic book movie not knowing anything, like anything at all. This will be the first time that you've done that. With a comic book movie, mm-hmm. for sure. So it'll it'll be it'll be very interesting, but. Um, yeah, uh, Shane Black's directing, which is awesome because him and Robert Downey Jr. with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was amazing. KKBB. Yeah, like Shane I, Black's a heck of a writer. Yeah, 
He's he did a <laughs> Lethal Weapon back in the day, and he I sure did. it's it'll be very interesting Star to see. Star of Predator. <laughs> yep. Just saying. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see exactly what comes of that relationship, and Marvel having Shane Black in the folds probably a pretty cool thing. So, um, I I'm very excited. Willie, number three, I think. Yeah. Oblivion. 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 <laughs> Oblivion. How you became a drunk frat guy all of a sudden. <laughs> Oblivion. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm psyched for Oblivion. I, Tron Legacy was awesome. I would not have seen it had it not been for Alex. So thanks. Wait, Oblivion's I, my number three, too. If I haven't thanked you again. We're going to both talk about this. That's this good. We're going to dual wield some Oblivion was, right now. We should have talked about it back when I talked about it. Um, that's okay. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. And and one thing that we that you didn't mention is the cast. The cast is Well yeah, sweet. besides Tom besides Tom, Tom Cruise, there's uh, um, Morgan Freeman. Yep. Um Olga Kurlyenko. Yeah. Uh but my boy Nikolai. Nikolai Kostarwaldo. And, and I'm wondering what uh what his role role in yeah. it could be. I, I almost hope he's in it. I like him as a villain, so I almost hope he's an antagonist. Yeah. Because I like to see him he's and Tom go head to head. Although he destroyed Tom Cruise in any actual real confrontation. <laughs> but but it's With the movies, kids. Sword. So, yeah, he's just be, he just walk out of Game of Thrones. The way, it's that exact way he looks in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's so. actually Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls Four. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he is the lead. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. Very cool, Nick. Oblivion thoughts. Oblivion. <laughs> this is gonna be a continuing joke until we go see this movie. Oblivion. I uh yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> That's about it. Next. <laughs> Next. No, I am uh I really want to see what I want to see him lend his design uh background swear, to yeah. his own original world. The poster alone, which is my my current phone background just seeing the ship. The poster is dope. <sighs> With the uh the Empire State Building? Yes. Yeah, and his little speeder bike thing. Yep. Yeah. And cool. I saw that the only other thing that I've seen of Oblivion is like the shot of Tom Cruise like right outside of that thing yeah with his white leather coat and stuff like jacket kind yeah. of thing so I'm very excited to see what comes out of that movie samesies uh, keep the trend of original awesome sci-fi going yeah should be sweet yes alright my number three uh a movie that appeared on my most anticipated list of 2012 would be <laughs> The Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby! Great Gatsby! It's not the same. <laughs> we would have been seeing... I, I would have been seeing this movie last month if it would have made its original... Uh, Why did day. they... Re- was it for 3D? Was it 3D? No, no, it was always being it was 3D. All, it, it was shot in 3D. Yeah. So... Uh, maybe Baz Luhrmann was just like uh, summer release. Instead of that, that's the thing is that the fact that they're moving it into the summer means they have confidence in it. They do. In fact, it's surprising. Maybe they were like, we want to hold this back for Oscar season 2013, but we don't want to have it on the shelf for that long. So, I have a weird feeling that it's it's confidence that's unwarranted. Not not that the movie's not it, gonna be good, but, very but well box office be. wise, I don't I, exactly see it's the great a Gatsby. weird choice to have, but it's. It's coming out the week after Iron Man 3 and the week before Star Trek. It's done. It's in Sorry. a bad spot. But it's I'm got done. DiCaprio. It looks cool. It looks really cool. Yeah. It's between a rock and a hard place. It does look pretty. A rock and an iron place? Mm. <laughs> between, uh... It's 
Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, hoping. that's enough. No more. I was gonna say the. <laughs> no more of those. Um. So it was one of my, it was one of the few books in high school that I actually loved, and uh, I don't really care for Tobey Maguire much, but everybody Toast. else in the cast um. is pretty amazing. So, including Isla Fisher, who is probably my number one celebrity oh. cu- crush. Thank you, definitely, maybe. Yeah, thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, Great Gatsby, May 10th, should be interesting at the very least. It'll be number two at the box office for one be- week before it takes a trek <laughs> into darkness. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. That was right. bad. Right. Um, Drunken Frat Boy's back, don't worry. <laughs> Um, Iron Man, Iron 3. Man 3. Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man 3. I, I mean, I, I love the Marvel movies. I, I think, think everybody has turned this. off this episode by now, including <laughs> yeah. Tim. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Iron Man 3 looks great. The trailer was awesome. I like the tone. Um, Spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. It's It looks really cool. I, I'm excited to see them kind of uh, hopefully take Tony Stark down a, another peg or two. You know what I mean? Just to see, I want to. I'm excited about the comments they've made about putting him essentially back in the cave. Yeah. You know, putting like taking him everything he has and just stripping him of giving all him his a box resources. of scraps in a cave. Yeah, it, that's cool. So yeah. Yeah, and um, I was gonna say, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't remember, but it should be sweet. Yeah. Oh, it'll be interesting to see them recover from Iron Man too. Yeah, and I, I wasn't somebody who hated Iron Man 2. I totally understand the faults, but yeah. I, I I thought Iron Man 2 was fun. Um, it was it was a little bit of fun, and there's certainly a good movie in there. <coughs> it wasn't as good as it could have been. No, no. No, it wasn't. But Iron Man 3, mm. apparently shaping up to be pretty sweet. It it looks very, very cool. I'm excited. All right. Nick, number number four-ish. Iron Man 3. <laughs> I think the rest of I think for the rest of this list, I would confidently would say mine and Willie's will be identical. Okay, but, well um, maybe maybe uh, maybe, maybe we'll see. maybe I'll come when it gets to me here. We'll go back around to you. Um, yeah, Iron Man three. The trailer is really really good. I was actually just thinking about it today for some reason about how good the trailer was. Um, I think it's gonna be cool to see. There's long gestating things about Iron Man we've been waiting to see, and they're finally going to happen in this movie. Yeah. And I'm really excited to... The Mandarin, for one. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this is Kingsley's return to, like, awesome. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Dude, based on, I mean, based on the little bit that we get to see, I mean, I'm like... I'm. I'm He's going to bring I'm it. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. It's very cool. <laughs> Wish we could talk more about that. <laughs> there's one. There's one. There's one thing in particular that I. Know I don't want to know that thing. You and I are both just like, oh my god. What if does you, it mean? Yes, if you don't know that the thing, hell does it mean? then it'll be awesome during the movie. What does it mean? What do you mean? Um. Anyway. Yeah, right. I think Iron Man three is going to be very strong. Well, yes. I apologize for my hampering the discussion. <laughs> Uh, podcast is this where we can't talk about stuff? How dare you? <laughs> you can talk about things. Um, all right. So my number four. It's not number four. Why do I say that? Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek Into Darkness. I already said I'm a little bit worried about it now. Um, but I still kind of have confidence that it'll be good. Like you, like Nick said, it'll be a good movie. I'm hoping that it's got some more of that. Star Trek vibe to it, which I think was still pretty present in JJ's last run at Star Trek, but um, it 
it's certainly, you know, some of the cast members that they've added on, like Alice Eve, I'm like, eh, okay, but Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I'm, I'm Him playing a villain would be cool. Yeah, absolutely, because we haven't really, like, I haven't seen Benedict Cumberbatch be the bad guy. And I, well, <laughs> smog, but no, that doesn't really count yet. Not yet. Smog. Um, so, Star Trek, yeah, I... You know, my I'm glad that my education of Star Trek kind of happened a little bit before the newest one came out, because uh, it's interesting to see where it's going and where it's gone since then. And uh, I hope to keep informing my Star Trek knowledge because it's pretty limited where it is right now. But I'm there's interested. a lot to know, though. I, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot to know, and I'm interested to see exactly what they hold on to for this movie and what they completely let go of and what direction JJ's going to take it now that it's in an alternate timeline. So, um, All right, so I think now I'll spin it back around to Nick, and Nick can get the first words in on something maybe, unless it's Star Trek, which it probably is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For you as well. Well, mine is also Star Trek, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just uh, roundtable this bad boy. Okay. Benedict, uh, awesome. I think we already touched upon that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like there's not much more to say about Star Trek. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's unless you see the trailer. <laughs> I, I I've never been a, a Star Trek I guy. I don't remember the so trailer. I don't know if I've seen it. I'm excited to see. I don't know if my fa- my I can't even call it fandom, but like if my new appreciation for Star Trek continues to get larger because of this, yeah. or if I'm like that was a fluke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not that I've I, I haven't had that much exposure to Star Trek to be fair cause my So it's not like you know that you don't like it, but No, but I was basically told as a as a child that Star Trek was stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's stupid, don't yeah. watch that. Um Yeah, my dad hates Star Trek. Um But yeah, no, I, I um I'm excited. I I'm very interested to see, like I said, if I continue to if I become even more interested in the universe, or if I'm like, eh, I yeah. guess I was kind of kind of right about not being that. It. Since yeah. I've been watching actual Star Trek, um, actual Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I mean like Abram OG Star, Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, is not really Star Can- Trek. Canon Star Trek. Yeah, since I've been watching the actual shows now, uh, and I had not really watched them prior to '09's Star Trek, I think now my my reaction to this one is probably going to be pretty pretty, pretty different. different. I think I might end up seeing this one and being like, "That's that should that's Star Wars. That should be Star Wars. Yeah. Not, that's that's Star Trek." But I'm sure it's going to be an awesome movie. I'm sure I'm going to leave it going that that was awesome. Yeah, so. I'm sure the general public will enjoy the movie very much. I hope so. After they sing tenderness. Um, all right. So my next, which I'm sure is not on Nick's list, so he will get to have the first word on the next ah. movie, which I'm sure it, it's probably my next movie too. But okay. um, much to do about nothing. Hey, that's on my list, too. <laughs> Falsely <laughs> inserted into Willie's list. Um, I, Everybody knows I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan, and then not to mention that, but he's got a lot of alums returning, including Alexis Denisoff and Amy Acker and... Uh, Nate Dog, <laughs> Nathan Fillion, of course, and Tom Lank and Clark Gregg and uh, a whole bunch of people. Although I'm sad Clark Gregg is there because it was originally going to be Tony Stewart head, but it's not, so... That would have been awesome. Yeah. But, They're both um, pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to see Joss Whedon's take on on uh, Romeo, uh, Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> William Shakespeare. <laughs> because uh, 
Joss Whedon certainly does have his own voice, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see like if he's taking actual lines from Much Ado, whether or not he still shines through in it. Not to mention, it was also filmed at his house, and I want to know what Joss Whedon's house looks like. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just the prospect of seeing. The <laughs> Maybe I can triangulate the location from some of the background shots. Oh no. And, uh, <laughs> So if you see uh, some dude with a laptop in the back of the theater when you're, uh, no. But much to do. Very excited. June 7th. Uh, glad it's got an actual release date. I think that's wide. So uh, I'm excited. Nick, next movie. Next movie is Man of Steel. Yep, that's what I thought. Which could be my number one most anticipated this year. Yeah. It's definitely in the top three. <clears throat> I can see that. I am so stoked for this movie. I saw the first trailer and I was like, or the teaser, the first teaser alone with the with the James Horner score. Yeah. And I I watched it at work and I watched it like twenty times in a row. I was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. <laughs> it was the Kevin Costner version, which I think is better than the Russell Crowe version. They're both I've watched them both equally a ridiculous amount of times. Um, and then I watched the new... I told myself I wasn't going to watch the new trailer, and a couple of my other friends were like, dude, I have to watch it. And I was like... And I finally came to and I don't regret it one bit. It's so good. It's so good. It's it's the best trailer I've seen in a long, long, long time. And um, oh, there's just one... There's one moment in the trailer, one shot synced with the shots around it and the music, and it just... Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's... <laughs> It looks it looks amazing. Just visually, it looks absolutely amazing. The cast is ridiculous. Uh, it looks like the it's going to be the Superman movie we've wanted for like twenty years. And, Not the um, Superman movie that we deserve, but the one that we want. I think it's that too. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I think it's going to be the Superman movie that Superman deserves. Yeah, that's going to make people remember like, wow, that is why superheroes ever started existing in the first place was that guy and that movie. I really hope it just completely breathes new life into the uh, into the franchise, and I see kids being like, "Hell yeah, Superman again!" Instead of just, you know, every other superhero that they love. Nothing against that. I mean, I'm glad superheroes are are doing well still with kids, but it'll be it'll be really cool because I mean, he's undeniably the the godfather of superheroes, the yeah. one that that everybody <clears throat> should be like. Definitely the most household name of any superhero that's ever oh, yeah. been. People, Your grandparents know who Superman is. Even if somebody doesn't know who Superman is, they see the S and they're like, oh, yeah. That I know guy, the S. Yeah. yeah, that guy, yeah. I mean, in the rare occasion. So I hope this is that movie that, that can can boost, can can re-elevate him. And I think the, I'm really, really, really curious to see the teaming of the the Nolan brain trust with the Zack Snyder, Snyder visual flair. Yeah. Is anybody who shits on Zack Snyder's movies, I'm kind of like, why? Like, they're cool movies. They're I haven't. I the only Zack Snyder movie that I've. I think the only one that I've seen is Sucker Punch. You've and never the, seen Three Hundred. No. Not, not not a good one to start with. That oh, and weird. I've seen Dawn of the Dead, which Dawn was the awesome. remake. That's really good. It was really good, but Three Hundred is that Sucker Punch is only bad because of the story. Visually, it's visually amazing. it's amazing, but Three Hundred is the movie that that I don't think enough people necessarily recognize as totally revitalizing the way action sequences are shot now. Yeah. Because when that movie came out of the theater, everybody's jaw would just hit the floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure. remember that, yeah. The action sequences are insane. And I've, I'm really excited to see what he's going to bring to the table with this. 
Fun fact. Just the color too. The <laughs> fun color fact. looks. Fun fact of the day. It's just so everything looks so just vivid in the Superman trailer. It just looks it looks great. I don't know who the DP is, but it looks awesome. It's Emmanuel with Becky. I'm gonna freak out. I'll uh, yeah, I'll get into my thoughts on Man of Steel in a second. But fun fact about 300. I own it on Japanese uh, UMD <laughs> because I bought it when I was in We're Japan there. so that I could watch it on the plane ride back, and uh, I found that the region blocking undo that I had on the PSP didn't work properly, so <laughs> I didn't get to watch it. Nice. But uh, anyway. It's even an unwatchable copy of 300. <laughs> <laughs> unwatchable for those of us in this Woo! country. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, uh, Willie, I um, presume your next movie. Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm very excited about it. I, I'm not a huge DC guy. I'm certainly not a huge Superman guy, but I was impressed by both the teaser and the trailer. And I think that as long as we get some damn action in this movie, I'll be very happy about it. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, I think we're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but but to be fair, yeah, I, no, no, Superman movies. Weirdly in the past. enough, oh. there's been a lack of action in a lot of these Superman movies. So yeah. the story is a Goyer Nolan story too. So I didn't know that Goyer we'll was involved we'll in the see. actual story. Yeah, uh, awesome. Man of Steel on my list, obviously. Uh, I'm, I think I'm a lot more skeptical about it than both of you are. But I do really want to see it. It's because you haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, probably. But I once again, I mean, my skepticism is still it still exists, but but I have more skepticism because I haven't seen much of the only trailer that I've seen. Yeah. makes it look like Batman Begins for Superman somewhat. Yeah, tree of life, but <laughs> tree begins. Not enough dinosaurs, but <laughs> tree begins. Tree begins. <laughs> the story of the world's first tree. <laughs> um, but tree yeah, tree begins. I I'm I'm skeptical of Man of Steel, but I'm excited for it. I don't really, I like Amy Adams, uh, but cast wise, I don't really have much experience with anybody else except for like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. I love Lawrence Fishburne. So I really, really hope the first act of the movie is very Batman Begins. Like I'm hoping for that, but I think it's gonna pull itself straight out of that later. And there's one part in the trailer, at the very end of the the real trailer, that that has me convinced that it's not gonna be like doom and gloomy Batman Begins. It's gonna it's gonna swing around to Superman. I think I, the first. I think the first. The first act. Two thirds almost will probably be pretty dark and then I think it you'll by the end of it you're just gonna be like oh, and I, wow I'm, it's that final line in the trailer that's so got me good. going yep that's not what I <laughs> I don't I don't want that out of a Superman no. movie but I don't know what I want from a Superman movie so I you know I'm okay I'll with see. it because Superman's Superman's origin is kind of that way where he's kind of I mean he's a he's a fish out of water completely well yeah he's a fish out of water but a fish out of Batman's not a fish out of water. Batman Begins isn't a fish out of water. Yeah, but story. I think they're both. They, I mean, to be fair, they're both stories about. Well, they're both people. Two guys who are searching for a purpose. Yeah, and they're trying to find. Kind of lost. Their you know what I mean? In the world. Because Bruce Wayne's very much lost in the beginning of 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 Batman Begins. He's trying to find. He knows he wants to do something. He just doesn't know how. Yeah. Or, and yeah. I think that the same can be probably said for Superman in this case. Yeah, or at least thematically, they're not so different. Not. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's some huge differences there, obviously, but I can see where you could draw comparisons <laughs> to to that, I guess. Yeah, I I mean, uh, the poster doesn't really have me it's particularly 
you know, Superman in handcuffs with army people around that, him is like... It was weird. <clears throat> but anyway. And it doesn't really fit what we're seeing. Whatever. Yeah, we need to move on. Uh, Nick, next next film. Uh, Pacific Rim. It's also my next yeah. one. Yeah. It's also my next one. <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> okay. Um, yes! Yeah, I'm super... Yes! Yes! Uh, Pacific Rim... I mean, I love Guillermo. I have for a long time. Dude hasn't uh, made a movie in five years. Come on. I now. think, yeah, really. Um, just the whole the whole premise of just giant mechs fighting giant monsters. Yeah. It's every good Sega Genesis video game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's such a weird property for him. Like it's it's yeah, interesting. It's <clears throat> but it's it makes usually sense very like. Them, Creaturey kind of. So well, the, the monster half are, certainly. Yeah, the monster is, designs from the little snippets you see in the trailer because you really don't see much. But what you see, I was like, "Yep, that's totally." They have that his. very like Cthulhu. Yep. Look, which yeah. is going to be for him. It's going to be cool. I'm also excited. I mean, obviously, since I I marathoned uh, Sons of Anarchy, I'm really excited Charlie to see Hunt. Charlie Hunnam and something else. Um, excited to see Ron Perlman, of course. We'll be back. Idris. Um, Idris. Idris Elba. Yeah, looks like he's poised to steal a couple scenes. Um. Charlie Day is in it. What? Yeah, I'm I remember really when he got cast back in the day. I was like, what? who he is? I'm sure he's gonna be some plucky like soldier that. I uh, hope he's the tech guy. I hope he's awesome. the one who's like. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> the frazzled reason, tech and, guy. Even though I haven't played the game nearly enough to make this comparison, I thought of uh, in Mass Effect how Seth Green is the voice of okay. the pilot of yeah. the big ship. Joker. Yes, I was like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Charlie Day would be in that That'd kind be of cool. capacity. Um. Yeah, I mean, all signs point to it being very unique, very cool. What Plus, if he pulls a Chris Pratt and he's totally, like, jacked and epically... <laughs> I don't think he'll be yeah, jacked and go against yeah, his, I don't think his so. bread and butter, but... I think that would have been a storyline in It's Always Sunny if before <laughs> us... Charlie takes roids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it uh, time, they might. <laughs> I think it, I think it's going to be really, really cool, though. I think it, it'll be really cool to see Guillermo get into something like this. Yeah. Like I said, though, the... The Jaeger designs look really cool. It's neat how each country's Jaeger is like very unique looking. Yeah. And uh yeah. I just I hope it's awesome. It'd be I'm cool to kind of whet the appetite for that big monster movie too, especially with Godzilla, Godzilla on, on the horizon. Looming on the horizon. Very cool. Literally. Yeah. Willie. Mopin for Elysium. Are we just moving on? Oh, yeah. Elysium. No Pacific, no Pacific Rim thoughts? Pacific. I'm just going to move on. Okay. You said everything I could possibly Pacific say. Pacific Rim, yeah, it's, it's, basically. I mean, it's giant monsters and giant robots. That sounds good. We, we, should, we should kick it into gear Fantastic. anyway. So. Elysium. Also mine. Also yes. mine. Um, uh, looking, no Blomkamp. Looking, looking pretty cool from the very little we've seen already. S- second film from District 9 uh, director. Yep, and District 9 District was sweet. Nine, and and the one picture I've seen of Matt Damon, he looks like a BA. Yeah. So I'm totally down. I have no idea what this movie's about. Nope. I think this is the one of the ones where I will actually go in blind. Yeah. Because I just don't... I, I, I'm really excited for it, but this is not the one that I'm going to pour over every detail. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is like I, I'm kind of the opposite of you now. See me, I, I'm. I always like. I like to soak in every little tidbit of information. And that's where I was. See, and I, I just. I, I love the anticipation and the build. Did you see the picture of Charlotte Copley? I did from not. It? I don't think. Do you did want I? to right sure, now? Sure, let's see right now. I'm gonna look at Charlotte Copley from Elysium. Holy crap! Yeah, he looks wow. awesome. He where? looks. Where really, is Charlotte Copley? He looks really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, Where's Vikas? Yeah. No, I'm really excited for it. I. 
like I said, I can't talk that much about it because I don't really know that much about it. Yeah, I, I know it's a sci-fi, does. sci-fi yeah. movie, and it's District Nine, the director of District Nine. Which I know is it's a good sci-fi. Thing. I know that the little buzz that it currently has has been completely electric. Like, yeah, people are extremely excited. To As see. they should be. Yeah, yeah. Another hopefully smart sci-fi film in what's been a decent string of those lately. So absolutely. Yeah. Any thoughts, Nick? In addition to Charlto being awesome. No, I'm I'm really, I ha- I almost have higher hopes for this one than I do Oblivion. Because District Fair Nine enough. is so awesome. I love. Yeah, and I District think you could interchange so the two as far as excitement. I mean, they both yeah. me, they, I mean, they both okay. look they Tron both look very different oh, from each other from the little bit I've yeah. seen. But it's interesting though because clearly uh, Kaczynski's aesthetic is carrying over to Oblivion, and Blomkamp's is definitely carrying over to this. Yeah, movie it's too. cool because I think it. I need to see there from the poster alone. I wouldn't say that Kaczynski's is completely carrying over, but he's certainly it's a sci-fi movie. So I think you if you if you watch the trailer, you would see the, yeah, that though. Probably because it's it's got a very Kaczynski's got this very sleek, clean, just really really. You can tell he likes Apple products. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Boom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Blomkamp's very dirty and the gritty. The Apple light and, cycle. And, yeah. <sighs> exactly. All right. Um, so, I guess I'll just go on to my next movie, which I'm fairly certain is not on any of your lists, but it might be on Nick's because I think I remember talking about it a long time ago. Uh, the Seventh Sun. Mm. You, you've, you'll remember it when I start talking about no, it. Oh, you remember? Yeah. Okay. It, it's on my honorable mentions. Okay. It's uh, based on a series of uh, children's young adult books. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the story, but I know that it stars Ben Barnes from uh, Prince Caspian. Who and Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges, which is the more important point. Jeff Bridges is amazing. The I'll see anything was, that he's in. Great. I do remember seeing some concept art, and it was very cool, but... I mean, you know, the cast alone, very excited. So, cool. Should That's be interesting. Cool. Nick. I'll let Willie have the first word on this one because I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah, it's mine too. Well, this one's my most anticipated of the year <laughs> Thor. Thor, Thor the Dark World. Thor the Dark World. Yes, um, I'm a huge Thor fan. Uh, I, I know a lot of people didn't like the first movie, which was actually so shocking to me because I think it's freaking awesome. It's amazing. Like, and it. It actually got better the more I watched it. Yes. Because you find little things in it, and, and Branna is so good, and I was so nervous when I heard that he was off. Then when I heard Alan Taylor was on, I was like, okay, because if they're going to pick somebody, this choice makes a lot of sense. My, I mean, almost everybody's back. If they aren't back, they're being replaced by Zachary Levi. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to see Malekith. Uh, I like... Chris Eccleston, I wish it was Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, absolutely. But Christopher Eccleston's a very good actor, and, and we haven't seen him do villains since G.I. Joe. And he didn't have a, really a ton to do in G.I. Joe. He just kind of mm. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see him do Malekith. I think he'll have a lot of fun with it. I really do. Um, and, you know, we got Triple A. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. Adewale. Yeah. You know, Mr. Echo from Lost. Yes. He's <laughs> in there as a secondary <laughs> villain and, and a curse, which is going to be very cool. And Wait, I, he's playing Executioner? Uh, no, oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's playing... Um, he's playing... Um, <laughs> I was like, what? Curse. A different... is a different villain. Executioner is... Uh, hmm. I don't remember Executioner's name right now for some reason, but... Anyway, he's playing Curse, and they, they I read a quote with him recently that says, like, him and Thor are going to have some, like, world-breaking battles, like, to the point where, like, there's chunks of planet flying off, wow. and I'm like, yes, 
thank you. And I like that we're seeing from from some set pictures a little bit of that Game of Thrones yeah. look just creaking in a little bit for some of the other like worlds they're going to, and yeah. I like that. That dark, real... I have been avoiding almost all set photos and everything. I've seen like a few that peek through. They're not really spilling out so much right now. I think they're probably almost done with principal photography if they're not finished yet. They're but. they're wrapping up, I think, right now. Oh, so. timer's <laughs> done. That's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> no, no, Thor... Stick there. Thor 2. Really <laughs> excited for it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I... I'm excited because it's the next step and one of the two next steps in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it'll be very interesting to see if both Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 manage to stand on their own after the Avengers, which I think sure. they will. I think they will, but they yeah, could... Thor, uh, Thor is hands down my favorite movie from the Marvel Universe and my favorite Avenger uh, from, the, from the Cinematic Universe, and I, uh, I really hope this one doesn't get too dark, though. Like, I'm kind of nervous it's going to have a tendency to lean going to do the second movie thing where it's going to kind of just get a lot darker because the first part of what made the first movie so great was the sense of like adventure and fun that it had even though it had it dealt with heavy stuff it, it definitely had those fun moments i do think this is going to be darker but i think that there's still going to be that sense of i hope it doesn't get too dark yeah i will see who knows i have a feeling it's going to be darker than you'd probably like it to be it i don't might. know though i don't know yeah we'll see Ugh, can't all right wait. Does anybody else have anything left on their main list? Yeah, yeah. just um, uh, The Hobbit. The Hobbit, yeah. All mm. right. I, Hobbit is not on my list. I'm, my list is exhausted, so. All right. Well, Hobbit, Hobbit. Desolation of Smaug. Yes. Um, I think this is going to be the best one of all three. This is where some of the, if, if, they're, if we're judging by kind of where they're at with the book now, this is where some of the big stuff happens. Yeah. Really b- not that the things that happen in film three won't be this is the biggest big, but this is going to be very cool. We're going to meet some new characters, and um, we're going to finally get to see a good look at exactly what Benedict Cumberbatch is doing as Smaug, yeah. <laughs> which should be uh, so interesting to see. I'm just curious to see how that all works. Um, I'm excited for it. I like the first one. I, you know, Middle Earth is sweet. Are you seeing it in 48 frames per second? I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> I feel like I'll have to now. I just want to see it. You know? I'm going to see it in 48. I'll see it however you guys go see it. I feel like I have to because uh, just to keep with the... uh, Consistency. Exactly. I mean, it's going to take me a minute, of course, to to get back into the swing of it because it it just blew my mind the first time in not necessarily a great way. But yeah, this one is... I mean, we're going to get Smog, which is going to be really cool. And with Smog, we're going to see Bard... Who's gonna prove to be like one of the heroes, uh, and Bjorn, who is an awesome character. Yeah, you ready for Bjorn, dude? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping to see more. Well, I know we'll see more Thrandy Wheel. Yeah, Super I think it'll be cool that. to see yeah. to see what he adds. Thrandy Wheel being Lee Pace's character, and uh, there is so uh, much Lee Pace Legolas's love on this father. podcast lately. He plays. A we big, like cold turkey this for a little no, while no <laughs> he plays a, a very prominent role in the, in in, a in the first of the scene of the hobbit <laughs> in, the, in the book he has an important yeah. riding a reindeer do. or something and he's the father of legolas mm-hmm. yes so all right um so at this point i believe we can break into some honorable mentions i don't know if you have any willie but now's the time to think of them um anchorman 2 I'm excited. I have no idea what they're going to do with it, but I'm excited uh, to see Steve it. Steve Carell apparently still doesn't have a script, so... Yeah, that file went under 
who gives a shit for me. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I, I like the first Anchorman a lot, so I'm, I'm yeah. interested to see. Um, the new Die Hard, just because it's actually rated R to start, and I yeah. like John McClane enough to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> the one I, movie I pulled from my actual list at the last minute and made it to honorable mentions was Upstream Color. The new uh, Shane Carruth yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I, I basically said Upstream Color is an honorable mention, and it probably would be on my list if I had watched Primer. Yeah, same. So, uh, Primer, Primer is supposedly one of the best science fiction movies to have ever come out in the past few years. and well, It's it's insane that you and yeah. I haven't watched it together yeah, yet. Yeah, it's dumb. It's ridiculous. It should be fixed. But, yeah. uh, so, Upstream Color is his follow-up to, to Primer, I believe. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. What? It's just some weird stuff going on with this. Really? Yeah, it's just going... Oh, I kind of heard that a little bit, but anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else, Nick? Just going down my list. Uh, you guys already said... You said Gatsby. I'm also excited for Gatsby. Uh, Evil Dead. Um, definitely. Uh, Riddick was actually on one of my. That was I narrowed my list on the thirteen, and then I had to pull three off. And the three I pulled off were Riddick, The World's End, and uh, Wolverine. Wolverine, I should not have any hopes for whatsoever. But based on what James Mangold's been saying, and you can't just, help but be a little excited. I can't. Yeah, I've been an X Men fan for way too long, and uh, it's one of my favorite posters that I've seen. And it's awesome. Quite a while. <laughs> Everything about it is 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 making me is like making me say hey nick remember me <laughs> and i'm kind of like oh damn it i, I thought i was done with you yeah and uh a drink to remember but then yeah that was a great line i mean the the first god damn it wolverine why <laughs> origins had there were there were like three little nuggets of worth in that movie and the rest of it was just terrible but then the other ones, uh, Monuments Men, the George Clooney one. Yeah, that was for. that was on my top ten until I looked at things again today. Yeah, one that was probably going to be directed up there. by Clooney. Yeah, so the Counselor was definitely uh, Ridley Scott. Really excited for that. But uh, yeah, Riddick and Wolverine were two that I I am very excited for because the Riddick movies are are cool, and I'm right. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with those. Very cool. Um, Evil Dead, of course. Willie's enthusiasm is just. So, um, as usual, Willie is enthusiastic about something, so the rest of us become enthusiastic about it. Too. How is that? I, I'm I'm pretty good at doing that. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You are quite the hype man. I need to be in PR. Um, so uh, the one movie that probably would have been on my list, but I couldn't really find a spot for it, would be Inside the Well and Davis, which may or may not come out this year, but it's uh, the next Coen Brothers film. Oh yeah, yeah. Starring Oscar, uh, Isaac. Oscar Isaac yeah. and also has Garrett Hedlund in it and Justin Timberlake. So sold. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually yesterday. Your love for JT runs deep. It does. I, I. Share it with me. I was uh, looking through Google Reader yesterday, and for some reason, the Inside Llewellyn Davis trailer started automatically playing, and then I was like, I can't turn this off, and I started watching oh, it. Oh no! It's uh, it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing. So. Certainly, you know, don't seek it out if you don't have to. But I don't think a Coen Brothers movie trailer will it really tells you much. Um, Forty Two, which Nick and I talked yes, about a little bit the other day. Yes, I forgot the to mention that one. Movie Forty Three, Jackie Robinson uh, biopic, not Movie Forty Three. That does look really good. Got some pretty awesome people in it, and it looks real, like stylized, but yet period at the same time. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, also, the Wolverine on my on my list. Um, Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. 
not because of my newfound love for Logan Lerman, but my standing love for Nathan Fillion and, Fillion and Tony Stewart Head. And he's going to have centaur He's going to be a centaur. <laughs> Tony Stewart Head as a centaur. And if you're yes. going to replace Pierce Brosnan and centaur, you might as well use... Tony Stewart Head. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why the heck not? Jack Ryan. I don't care about Tom Clancy movies very much, and I shouldn't say that because I haven't seen any, but... Dude, Clear and Present Danger, I think, is one of the best thrillers... Very well could, and I'm not opposed to watching them. I just haven't gotten around to it. But this one's being directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, starring Chris Pine. So both of those together, I'm I'm pretty down. Branagh's it's an interesting man. I used to hate that man (laughs) so much. I my my hatred of you know what's funny though is totally unwarranted. I was just being goofy, but did you just hate his? No, you had a good reason. uh, You had a reason that I frequently agree with. I just didn't. Uh, let's not that get doesn't into make this right it here. good. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not get into this right here. I didn't like him because I feel like he, for some reason, felt that he was he needed to be in every crucial role in every movie he directed. And that's a legit gripe. Yeah, I and feel. and and I, you know, as much like, as I love uh, Argo, I like, kind of felt yes, like Ben Affleck, ben Affleck shouldn't Affleck. have actually. Not that he was bad. He just, I think somebody else could have been just as good, if not better. Fit the role better, yeah. but whatever. Anyway, now oh, I, I think that's a very. I love you, Brenna. It's a very. <laughs> I love you. To take it all back. <laughs> um, I got two more. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which comes out at the end of the year, supposedly. It's uh, starring Ben Stiller and a bunch of other comedians, but it's based on a short story about a guy, like, apparently, like, Walter Mitty is, used to be in, like, the, uh, the cultural, it used to be a household, like, name, basically, in the sense that it's a guy, he's a guy who basically daydreams about being a hero, but never stands up in his own life. And I think with the like all the comedians involved, it'll be a very interesting movie to see. And then finally, uh, Don John's Addiction, which recently sold at Sundance, directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and I'm interested to see his skills as director. He's a very, he's somewhat of a creative force. Like his uh, hit record project that he has online is a very interesting thing, where basically it's cloud sourcing like movie material and 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 soundtracks and things like that. So. I'm interested in seeing what he has to offer from the directorial chair. So, hopefully, he's more Ben Affleck and less Michael Bean. <laughs> and I hate saying that about my one of my favorite favorite Bean. actors, but oh boy, I just watched his directorial <laughs> debut today, and it was rough. Well, what 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 did the he victim di- starring Michael Bean <laughs> and Michael Bean's wife? Yeah, it was not good. Passionate lovemaking scene with Michael Bean of and his course. wife. <laughs> I was going to joke about that. I'm glad it's true. It's true. <laughs> and it's weird. And I'll probably play it for you when we go upstairs after oh, recording God. this. All right. Well, anyway, I think we can close out this episode. Yep. Um, music and artwork made for us by at Mr. John on Twitter, my my beloved big bro. Um, sorry to Kyle XY. Again. Sorry, sorry to Kyle XY fans one day. It'll happen. It will. Um, <laughs> I'm going to laugh when I actually do end up rewatching Kyle XY and bring it up on the show. And it's like a, just the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, probably not. I'll I mean, Jamie Alexander was in Kyle XY, and she's in she's Thor 2. Yep. So we almost talked about Kyle XY, kind of. <laughs> and Matt Dallas, I think, has been up for some Marvel crap at some point. Is he related maybe. to Josh Dallas? Because he was in Thor 1, and he was the aforementioned actor are they related, replaced by Zachary Levi. Are they, are they related to Dallas Roberts, who was in Rubicon? 
I like how we're gradually. <laughs> I like how we're gradually getting closer to talk. Like without knowing about, it, we're getting close to Kyle X Y. It's happening. Circles are closing. It'll happen. Yes. It'll happen. All right. Oh, um, Roberts. Find us on Twitter. I think the Twitter account for the show is actually, or for the network, is Midwest Podnet. So uh, I'm gonna try to start tweeting more there. Um, and then at Johnny1703, at Hemobiliac, and at Nick Blauvelt. Um And other than that... Go watch Rubicon. <laughs> well, yeah, go watch... Uh, feedback to feedback at Minnesota. <laughs> go watch Rubicon. Okay, let's try again. <laughs> <laughs> All right.